This is your host, Jordan Carroll, and welcome to the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast, the show dedicated to those addicted to living outside of their comfort zone, obsessed with designing a life of freedom, and for those who choose to make every day count because they know Sunday Ain't Scary. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sunday Ain't Scary Podcast. If you're joining me today on video, you may notice the background's a little bit different. I am actually in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Estoy en Mexico ahora. And I'm down here for a couple different reasons. So before I get into the topic of today, which is networking, I wanted to just tell some stories about coming down here. There's some kind of funny things that have happened to me. And I I kind of enjoy recapping my week as I go through these podcasts at the beginning and then trying to make some connections between the stories that I'm telling about what's happening in my life and then relating them to the topic. I think that that's a fun way to do this. I mean, I don't know. Is it fun? Tell me it's fun. So if you listen to this podcast, if you're one of the hundred people that listen to this podcast, you can let me know in the comments on the YouTube video or shoot me a DM on Instagram or wherever you know me from. Anyway, let's talk about why I'm here. I came down to Cancun, Mexico, which is about 45 minutes north of where I am now for a wedding. So I came down here originally for a wedding and then I had planned, I'm going to come down to Playa del Carmen after because I used to live here. I've got a bunch of friends that are still here. So in getting here for the wedding, just as some context, this is kind of where it gets weird, where it gets kind of funny and it's just an odd situation. I was invited as a date. So the woman who had invited me as a date knew the people getting married. She specifically knew the bride, but not so much the entire group. So I got invited to this wedding. I was like, cool, you know, she's my friend. It's gonna be a great time. I get to come back down to Mexico. I get to hop down to Playa del Carmen after. It's like, awesome, let's do that. So the day before she's supposed to leave, and mind you, we're leaving on different days. She's gonna get there a day before me. Right before her flight, She looks at her passport and she realizes it expired. (laughs) Now, she had a passport that was not expired, but she couldn't find it. And she thought the one that she had that was expired was the one that was not expired. So long story short, she starts freaking out, understandably, because she now can't find the passport that she needs to travel with. And she starts tearing apart her house, tearing apart her car, you know, doing everything she can to find it, doing everything she can to set up appointments with 24-hour passport places. But it's a federal holiday as well in the United States. So all those passport places are closed. So when she can't find it initially through her search, she also can't get an appointment to get one rapidly sent to her. So we're in this conundrum because now it's the next day and now it's the day before my flight and she has no way to get there. Now she could of course look for the next few days and she changed her flight to Friday. So she was trying to like make this work. But ultimately what we came to the decision of is that she paid for the this all-inclusive resort where this wedding's going to be at. And if I don't go, then no one's using it. So I ended up going to this all-inclusive resort for this wedding, not knowing anybody. And the person who invited me is not there. (laughs) So I'm staying in this room alone. I'm going to all the meals alone. We ended up deciding it's probably not good that I go crash the wedding. I had actually thought about doing that, but we didn't want to create any additional resentment because there was, you know, when people are planning weddings and, and, and stuff like this happens, it can be stressful. So we didn't want to put that extra stress on them by involving me because I don't know any of them. But it was just kind of a funny situation. And I found myself using that time to reflect, using that time to be alone, using that time to enjoy an all-inclusive resort where all the food is paid for, all the drinks are paid for, you know, you just kind of go and do whatever you want. So I enjoyed it, but certainly in an interesting situation. And you try to explain it. I was practicing my Spanish and trying to explain the story to the, the maceros, the waiters and, and some of the people. And I met some friends like in the hot tub and around the pools and all those things. So 
it was fun. And even during that time, I also was working because the beauty of remote work and also the downfall for some people is that you can be anywhere and you just continue to live your life as normal. So when I go to a resort like that, I'm not necessarily on vacation, right? I'm just continuing to work remotely from where I'm at in my business and doing the things that I need to do to keep my business running. So I certainly take time off and whatnot to enjoy things, but that is like the beauty and freedom of remote work. If you can harness it, if you get too much in the vacation mindset and you don't work and you're working remotely, that can also be a hindrance. So it kind of goes both ways. So one of those days that I was there, I was even part of a virtual conference for the PMI, which is the Project Management Institute of Panama. So I'm the only English speaker on this virtual conference and I was keynoting it, which was a really huge honor. And I kind of tried to mix in some of my Spanish. And of course, the presentation was about networking, which is what I want to talk about today. So a lot of this stuff is fresh in my mind. And then it's also super relevant to why I'm here in Playa del Carmen. So Cancun is about four 45 minutes north. After the the wedding, quote unquote, which I didn't go to, I popped down here to Playa del Carmen, where I lived for quite some time, and I still have a lot of friends here. And let me just say this. I think networking is, is kind of a buzzword. I use it because I know that people people kind of know what it know what it means, but to me, networking is just opportunity to build relationship. Like understanding that every interaction, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, is an opportunity to build a relationship. So that's true networking to me. So when I come down to Playa here, I stay at my friend Serge's house, which I'm at right now. He's got an extra room and an apartment and that's fucking awesome, right? Because I don't have to go get an Airbnb. I don't have to go pay for a hotel or anything. I just, I got a room to stay in. And that's a big thing about what networking has done for me in my life as I've traveled around the world. I've got a place to stay in most big countries and big cities. Like I can find someone that you can either host me on their couch for a couple of days or something like this where Serge actually has a whole extra bedroom with its own bathroom and shower and everything and he's not even here right now. I'm recording this in the kitchen and he'll be back at some point soon. Anyway, what I wanted to also say was that because networking has allowed me to to set up my life in certain ways, it's also given me this ability and talent to connect people and to also, like when I come down here, I always throw events. So same thing with Portland, right? Because I used to live in Portland, Oregon. So anytime I go there, I always set up dinners and try to bring people together who I knew in some of my former lives. And it's always such a fun thing because the truth of the matter is all of our things in life, positive, negative, the good things, bad things, whatever, it's due to our interpersonal relationships. Humans are all connected and we're connected to everything. So when you understand that interpersonal relationships and the relationships that you keep, the relationships you cultivate, the new ones that you start, these are all super important to your fulfillment, to your happiness, to your ability to move throughout the world. Your interpersonal relationships will make or break you. And so I find it so fun to be able to reconnect with people who were at one point maybe a really important part of my life and and maybe in that chapter they were more important than they more, not necessarily more important, but they were more um, frequent in my life than they are now. It doesn't make them less important. It just makes the frequency less. I'm having a really good time here. I set up a, you know, a dinner for Saturday and just a bunch of different things this week with people that I just really care about. So I'm excited to see them while I'm here. And I wanted to talk a little bit about being that networking is a cornerstone of my success. I want to give you two different exercises that you can implement today in like 30 minutes. And you can do these things week after week to be able to, one, continue to cultivate relationships in your network, but also just stay in touch with people and be a valuable 
person in people's networks, I think that's highly underrated, is how valuable are you to the relationships in which you have? So let's talk about those two things, because I also talked about them in that presentation, so they're very top of mind for me right now. If we're talking about those those two things, the first one is what I call the power of introductions. So every week, and, and, and certainly there's some weeks that I don't do this, but certainly there's some weeks where I do it more, I try to introduce two people to each other that should know each other. So this does require that you have a robust enough network to be able to do this, but I'm always looking for reasons to connect people. And what that does, it makes it causes you to become a connector yourself. There's a, a book called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, and he talks about this concept of connectors and people that are in the center of large open networks and they are the ones connecting the different clusters of people, those are the people who have a higher, statistically, have a higher uh, compensation, they have higher promotability, and they have higher success in all metrics that you can count success. And, and so I try to always be that central point of different people in my life and always look for that. Now, one key thing to do is if you're going to introduce two people that should know each other, my recommendation is to always ask first if the person wants the introduction. Because if you end up introducing two people to each other through a group chat or whatever, and you don't tell them that you're going to do it, you may end up in a situation where you know either one of the people is not interested in the introduction, or it's not as valuable as you may think it be. It will be for them, or they don't have enough time to respond to that, or it's not a priority. So what I would always recommend is going to each person first and saying, hey, I've got this person that I think you should meet. Here's why I think you should meet them. Here's a couple things about them. Would you like me to introduce you? And the more you do that, man, the more life changes for you because people always think of you as the person that hooked them up with that other person, right? And because I've done this in the past, I've watched these relationships grow. And the biggest compliment I can ever have in my life is knowing that I introduced two people to each other. And from there, they created their own relationship. You know, they don't need me to interact with each other. They have like even a better relationship that I have with either of them, right? So that's actually happened. Even here in Playa, there's a couple people that I introduced to each other months and months and months ago, and now they own a business together. Very unexpectedly. I introduced another two people today, virtually, of course, because one of my friends went to Medellin and one of my other really good friends, Al. So my friends Al and Brandon are both in Medellin. And that's the power of also being able to be remote and being traveling and having all these connections at different places is that I saw that and I was like, okay, Al and Brandon should know each other. So let me reach out to both of them and see, you know, what's up. So that is a huge piece of value that you can offer to people if you have that network. And it doesn't need to be every week. Just look in your current network and say, who doesn't know another person in my network that should know them because they can both mutually provide value to each other. So that's my first challenge to you is the power of introductions. And then the, the second one, I have to credit my friend Eduardo Lopez for this one because he kind of brought this technique to my attention. Now, on your phone, if you go down to your iMessages or you go down to WhatsApp messages or your Instagram DMs or your Facebook DMs, I want to challenge you to do something. Most people do not delete or archive a lot of these conversations. You may archive some of them, but maybe not all of them. My challenge to you, scroll down to the bottom. I call this the bottom of the thread exercise. Scroll down wherever you have a lot of messages. Scroll down to the very bottom of the thread. I realize this may be a little bit scary because you're going to find some things in there that you don't want to find that you may have said years and years ago. But if you go to the bottom of the thread and you find one to three people that for whatever reason, you're not in touch anymore, but 
you'd like to be in touch still, or you still care about that person, but you just, you know, life got in the way, this happened, that happened. Go in there and send them a message and see how they're doing. It doesn't have to be some crazy message about anything specific, but the more that you can be the person that's keeping up with people in your life, the easier things become for you. And and also, the more you become that person who's always the one who's reaching back out and and showing that you care, right? And and keeping the, cultivating the relationship, keeping those things going. So that's a really awesome way to do it. And if you just do one or two a week, especially if you have hundreds and hundreds of messages back there, you could do that for a while and still not be be done. Of course, you might find some X, some X's in there or some messages that you would rather delete. So go ahead and delete those because those take space (laughs) in your phone. And I just thought of a third one. So I'm going to throw a third one in there. This is really cool. So another thing that you can do to keep in touch with people and, and cultivate relationships from your past and do it in a way that's very systematic. I use a calendar. I use Google Calendar for pretty much my entire life. Like my life runs through Google Calendar. If it's not on there, it most of the time does not happen. So it's because I try to get everything out of my brain. I don't want to have to remember things. I want them to be in an unfailable technology that I can just reference, right? So here's what you can do. I have a certain number of people in my life that I talk to on a quarterly basis. And what I've done is I've sent them a calendar invite, usually for Sundays, because Sundays are a little bit slower for most people. And it's something that it's a perfect day for me. But send it, talk to people first that you want to keep in touch with, people from your past that you would love to very intentionally keep in touch with. Set up a calendar invite, 30, 45 minutes, once a quarter. You can make it recurring in Google Calendar and send that invitation to them put in the call information. It can be on Zoom. It can be just calling over the phone. I actually prefer to just talk on the phone. I don't prefer to do video calls as much as I do video calls all the time. I just, anytime I have a chance to not do video calls. And then beyond that, you can just have those situations where you already have this in the calendar. So it can be really, really useful in that way. I'm going to sign off now because someone's at the door. So this has been awesome to be able to catch you up on these three things. I hope that you've enjoyed this. I hope you could use these three things right away to improve your networking and cultivate those relationships that you've kept for years of your life. And I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Ain't Scary podcast. If you found value from this show, please consider three free ways that you can support, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Number one is leave a review. Reviews are the lifeblood of any podcast and help others to find me. Number two, subscribe or follow wherever it is that you're listening to this right now. Number three, share with one friend who needs to hear the message from today. If you're interested in the video version of this podcast, you can go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jordan Carroll, or check out the show notes, which will have links to all my social platforms, websites, and anything mentioned in the show. Thank you. And until next time, keep wandering.